Welcome back to another episode of the Scotty Taylor Jr. Success Money Mindset Podcast, my friends. I'm excited to share this episode with you today. And this episode was inspired by a conversation I had with a potential client yesterday. Um, I was on a sales call and we were having a conversation and I you know, make it a point not to coach on a sales call. Um, but she had said something on the call that I thought was really insightful. And it's something that a lot of advisors miss. So I'm going to share that concept with you now. We're going to dig in a little bit deeper. And I just know that this is going to be extremely beneficial if you want to upgrade your business in the next three to six months. So if you're looking at 2024 and you want that to be your best year ever, and you're thinking, what are some of the things that I need to do? And what are some of the mindset upgrades I need to have in order to achieve my best year ever, my breakthrough year? This is going to be for you. Let's get into it. Do you want to unlock the secrets to consistent A-plus referrals and elevate your business to new heights? If so, you're going to want to check out my brand new workbook, 5 Teed Up A-plus Referrals in 5 Days. I want you to say goodbye to frustration, spaghetti at the wall prospecting, or just crossing your fingers and hoping for A-plus referrals. When you download this workbook, you get my 5-step process to getting 5 A-plus teed up referrals in the next 5 days. Grab the workbook in the show notes, get your A-plus referrals, prospect up, make more money, and enjoy your business more. I can't wait for you to check it out. So as I mentioned, the episode is is inspired by a conversation I had with a financial advisor yesterday. And so she and I got on a sales call and we were talking through her joining my financial advisor academy. And she is looking to go from about 130,000 of production and she wants to double her production to 250,000, approximately double. So that's her goal for 2024, which is a really, really exciting goal. And I talked to a lot of advisors in similar positions to her. So they're doing maybe 10,000 per month on average and you know maybe it's 15,000 one month and 5,000 another month or 23,000 one month and then 6,000 the next month right like so I definitely talked to a lot of advisors very similar to her who are you know she's about 3 years in the business she's working hard um, and she's reaching the point where she's looking at her business and thinking to herself I I don't want to work harder to achieve more success I I can tell from the conversation, she was already working pretty hard. Like she's taking a lot of meetings. She's doing a lot of work. Everything's falling on her shoulders. She has a lot of things to do. And I could tell from the energy of the conversation that she was looking for a different way to achieve success. She didn't want to just put her head down and say, well, let me just keep doing what I'm doing because what I'm doing got me here. So I'm going to have to do something differently to accomplish different results. And you can do the same thing a little bit harder, a little bit more to get 5% or 10% growth year over year. But if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is that you don't want incremental growth. You want fucking incredible growth. You want like double your income growth. And I know what this is like because I actually did this myself. So my first year as an advisor, revenue, I I made $137,000 in revenue, which, you know, from it was production and assets and fee-based planning was a combination, but I made $137,000 in revenue. 
The following year, I made 255,000 in revenue. So if you're curious, if you're like, well, Scotty, what, what experience do you have in doubling your income? Like I've literally done it. <laughs> I've literally had that exact leap. And so I'm going to share with you some of the things that I did as well that helped me double my income from my first year to my second year, double my revenue. Um, and the, and I'm going to share with you what she had said on the call and what we had talked about and why this is going to be so beneficial for you. So the, the conversation that we had, we were talking and she was sharing with me what is going to, um, what's going to change in her business, what her goals are, all that good stuff. And right now she doesn't have any staff, so there's nobody supporting her, um, on her, on her own. I think she has some shared staff with her office. And so she told me, she's like, I'm going to hire uh, an AFR, right? Which is like an assistant. I'm going to hire an AFR um, associated uh, financial uh, representative in February of 2024. And we were talking in December of 2023 when we had this conversation. So a couple months, she's like, I'm going to hire somebody. Um, and she's like, I'm really excited for that because what's that? that's going to allow me to do is free up my time. And this is what she said afterward that I thought was spot fucking on. Free up my time so I can focus on bringing in more revenue. And this is the small, maybe obvious, but extremely, extremely overlooked principle that advisors miss when they think about growing their business. And this is a mistake I see over and over and over again. Advisors and pretty much anybody in business will hire somebody to take things off of their plate. So I'm gonna hire somebody to handle underwriting or applications or maybe client follow-up, right? The planning aspect, like there's a lot of stuff that we do as advisors, right? There's a lot of things that go on. And so I'm gonna hire somebody to handle like some of the administrative or operational work. But then what happens is it ends right there. The advisor thinks, okay, great, I'll have time back on my calendar. Okay, but then what are you gonna do with that time? And this is what I see time and time again, and this is freaking gold, so make sure that you're really paying attention to this. What most advisors do is they hire somebody, they have all of the intention to bring in more revenue, they're like, cool, I'm gonna get more time back on my calendar, I have the intention of bringing in more revenue, but they have no actual plan or game plan to do that. So what ends up happening is their old habits of working hard, of struggling to see success, those old habits kick on and what ends up happening is they end up filling up their calendar with busy work. And so they're just as busy as they were before the AFR, but they're not actually more productive. They're not more profitable. And so what my encouragement and when I, when she shared that, she's like, I'm going to be able to hire somebody so I can focus on making more revenue. I was like, yes, spot freaking on. You are like absolutely on um, the right page, my friend, because what most advisors do is they hire somebody and then they're like, okay, now what, <laughs> what do I do now? And so my encouragement is to actually have a prospecting plan in place, a plan, not a haphazard throw spaghetti at the wall, not a, well, I know what I'm supposed to do in my mind, but I don't have it ever written down anywhere, not a, well, I guess I'll just have more time so I can just figure it out when I get there. No, if you do that, 
What will happen to you is what happened to me when I hired my first staff person who took things off of my plate. I was like, great, I have more free time. Well, shit, but I also have to pay this person. And all of a sudden the panic set in. The panic of, oh my God, I now no longer have to support myself. I have to support another human being. That's not like a romantic partner. <laughs> so I have to support this other human being, this staff person. And so all of the money that I have to pay towards the staff person, no matter how much it is, it could be 2000, it could be maybe they're part-time, it could be 5000. I mean, my staff expenses were eight, 10,000 at, at, at a point in time per month. And regardless of what the dollar amount is, the thought is like, well, shoot, I gotta make shit happen so I can pay my staff. And then that creates a very chaotic energy that creates a very spaghetti at the wall. I got to hustle my way to success type of energy. And so the hustle my way to success is a compensation for not having a plan in place, not knowing exactly what you're going to do with that free time. And when I say a plan in place, I mean a prospecting system, a prospecting plan, a prospecting game plan, not well, I guess I'll just ask for referrals more often or I'll build feeds lists more often, right? It has to be specific. It has to be repeatable. And it's not, and I want to stress this again very strongly, it's not just get more referrals. That's not a game plan. That's an objective. That's a goal. That's an outcome. So here's the crux of what I want to share with you today. When you're thinking about up-leveling, when you're thinking about getting to the next level, you are going to hire people. That is not a question, that is a statement. There is really nobody, unless you're like creating an app or you're trying to patent a product or write a book, there's nothing really that anybody can do completely on their own. And in the financial advisor world, it's just not possible for you to reach like multi-millions of dollars or multiple six figures at least like with 99% of the time, unless you write like one big case a year, right? Like then maybe you could just handle the underwriting yourself. But I would say for the vast majority of us who are people who are going to be working with other people who are making 100, 200, 300, 500,000, you're going to need to hire people. Like look at any successful entrepreneur. They do not work completely on their own. Uh, again, unless they're like an inventor, right? They invent something and they make a lot of money from that. But that's not the types of professions we're in. We're in service-based professions. So you're going to have to hire somebody and you are going to hire somebody, period, end of story. And so in order to hire somebody, we have to be really mindful with what is your zone of genius, right? As the person who is spearheading your business as the CEO, what's your number one job? To bring in revenue, and so if you're not, if you don't have a game plan, if you don't have an ability to focus on what that means for you and your business, then you're going to hire somebody and it's going to be the blind leading the blind. You're going to hire somebody and they're going to be like handling all the back end work. You're going to be like, great, I have all this free time. Shit, what do I do? <laughs> and not only that, but now you need to produce more because you need to pay yourself and your staff person. So you need to actually produce more. So most of the time when we hire somebody, they're going to be back end to start, right? Like that's what most people, most I think coaches and advisors would recommend is when you hire somebody, you hire somebody for the, for their back end um, skills and ability, right? Take the administrative work off of your plate. The challenge though is administrative work is not revenue generating. 
right? Having somebody help you with your applications does not generate revenue because revenue is generated from fact finders, discovery conversations, new referrals, new leads. That's what generates revenue. And so when thinking about your role versus the assistant's role, your role is to bring in revenue. So everything that the assistant is doing should be taking things off of your plate that are going to continue to move the business forward so that you can focus on bringing in revenue. That's the tip I have for you today. I hope this was valuable. I know it's gonna be extremely valuable for a lot of people out there that are either hiring staff, thinking about hiring staff, um, or already have staff but aren't feeling like they're making the amount of money that they wanna be making. They're like, yeah, my AFR and I are basically making the same. Like I've heard that many, many, many times. My dad even told me um, when he first hired his first assistant that his assistant made more money than he did <laughs> for the first like six months, which, you know, if that happens, that's okay. But the reason that happened was because he didn't have a game plan for generating revenue. I didn't tell this to him, but <laughs> that's, the, that's the reason why. So um, if you have any questions, you can DM me at the Financial Advisor Academy. I'm so grateful you're here. I can't wait to see you in the next episode and I'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it really helpful. If you did, I'd love for you to leave a review on iTunes so I can keep putting out great content. If we're not yet connected on the socials, I'd love to meet you. You can find me on Instagram at Scotty Taylor Jr. and drop me a DM if you want to chat. Or check out my website, scottytaylorjr.com for more inspirational content, blog posts, and other freebies. I love you friends and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Remember, you're a badass and you deserve the life of your dreams.